What's going on? This is your boy, Lita Johnson. And I know I ain't been back on a lot of Penn State, but the season's about to, you know, we got the blue-white game coming. I wanted to break down some things. Recruiting will come later on. I have a part two coming later on. All right, but we want to talk about this blue-white game because I'm really excited about the blue-white game. This is real big. Penn State has to be excited about this year. This, all the haters got to rock out now. Now, I want to really break down how good Penn State has been, what they done did, what type of team they done been. You know, how they done pushed they said how Franklin has pushed this ticket to the limit. Let's talk about it. First, let's talk about the quarterbacks. Now, we know that Tommy Stevens, um, we'll see how healthy he gets, but once he gets in there, he's dynamic. He's got experience. He's been through the wins, um, Big Ten title. He's been there through all that. And he's kind of like the Phil Booth. If anybody knows Phil Booth from Villanova, he's five, played five years, you know, went through a lot of injuries. But turned out have a great senior year. This is Steven's time, man. I mean, it's his time to shine. But Sean Clifford is not no slouch. We know this. Every time Sean Clifford got his time, you could tell his IQ as a quarterback is better than anybody on that team. His IQ as a quarterback, how they immediately know where the players are. He just has that gift for finding the ball. So you got two quarterbacks here. That's the first real thing to look at. All right. You got two quarterbacks who can come in there and win 10 games. There's no question. This team can go undefeated. It just all depends on how this team can mature quick enough. The running backs. Ricky Slade is his time. I told people Miles Sanders is going to get in there this year. He's going to go to the NFL. He was the number one running back. In the- I feel like people forget the recruiting that went on in Penn State, and they always forget. Maybe they forget because everybody jumps their hype train onto the recruiting side each year. They look at the recruit like he's going to come in there their first year do what he does. They look for their recruit like he's going to make the team and come in there and do what he does automatically and start. And so they forget about guys on the team. Ricky Slade going to have a super year. I say in the 2021 draft, Ricky Slade is out of here, man. I say 20, 20. Let me see. You got this draft hitting, right? And his junior season kicks, right? 2020, 2020 or 2021 draft. Ricky Slade is a first-round draft pick. But knowing how people treat running backs now, because it's crazy that Josh Jacobs is the, in a lot of people's draft books, how he's a top-10 talent. But he's not a top-10 uh, pick. The running backs are still undervalued. Looking at what Saquon Barkley's done, Ty Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, still undervalued. So you got Ricky Slade. You got Ricky Slade. And um Journey Brown's coming, who's gonna be a guy I feel like people were tripping, you know. Oh, he wasn't a five star. If a four star does if a three star does better than a five, I mean I done heard it. It's it's something. College football fans are stupid, man. Not all of them. I'm sorry. Let me stop. Er, let me. It's a lot of smart guys, but there's so many stupid, stupid college football fans. It's ridiculous, man. Um, Johnny Brown's a beast, man. He's going to really even out their whole balance of running backs to really look at Johnny Brown, what he can do. You're just going to see him go on the field. He runs with power. He has great speed. 
See, that second gear is going to surprise people. He can come out the gate with speed. You better tackle this guy. It's going to be Slade and Brown are going to get those carries. Those are the two guys that are going to get these carries. Like, they're looking at Noah Kane, who was, who was, went in there and got some, he's going to get reps, no doubt. And when Ford is ready, when he gets back on campus, when he finally gets on campus and he gets runs, I think that'll be the guy that falls back a little bit. But we'll, we'll get some runs once he gets to the team and does his thing. Looking at this whole squad and receiver is big. I mean, Hamler, Dotson, Shorter. These are the guys everybody wants to see. Now, you got George Campbell and Hipper Hammer and Daniel George and Cameron Sullivan Brown all vying for that spot to come in and contribute some more. But those are the guys we're looking at. Justin Shorter, dynamic talent. Sort of like the guy they're going for now, Julian Fleming in 2020, who I feel like is – and then April 23rd, Brian Bressy is going to have his commitment date. Look at that. That's his date. So I think Penn State has him. I think Penn State will bring in the number one guy. I think this class will be special. Fleming and and and, and Bressy, of course, he's going to take visits. Bressy needs to enjoy every visit possible. If he has a visit right before his commitment date, take it. You know why? Because Bressy is the number one, <laughs> considered the number one recruit in the country. You top five, take all the listen. I, I advise all kids to, but especially if you know all the high major guys are going to invite you in to see what it's about, you know, Clemson. It's going to be big. So, big thing is that if we look at the defensive line positions, that Bressy is going to come in and get time immediately. You look at um guys like um Windsor coming in and Shelton, they could be going. Bressy's going to automatically go into defensive tackle and start. Fleming, this is interesting because you have Dotson, you have Hamler. I think Fleming takes the top off anybody else trying to. I think it'd be Fleming and Shorter. I'm just listen. Maybe that first year, but his sophomore year, Fleming is in the in the running already to be a player. So I think if he doesn't get his time his first year, which I think he'll still catch the ball, you know, with this new rule, Frank is going to give all his top guys some snaps. And if he can, he try to give his whole recruiting class, if so. But guys like Fleming are going to get some snaps. So I think by sophomore year, he'll be starting. I don't think you a guy like that at his caliber as a sophomore, and if he comes in and recognizes the offense, that's big too. When you coming in or you grasping the offense, I think with his IQ, he can. So as I go down the line, I start talking about certain guys. Um, uh, Michael Bowens, the, the the quarterback they have, I really feel like I can't wait to see this competition that floods off with the other guys like Robinson, Michael Johnson Jr., and Michael Bowens. Like it's going to be a very some athletic playmakers are on this team. I just love the quarterback position and what they are recruiting. But a receiver, that that's how it's going to be. I think who I think will win that that, that other spot after Hamler. Dodson, I think George is getting a lot of credibility over there. If I'm seeing it now, I think George is getting a lot there. I think um George Campbell will, you know, just grasp the offense. I can see maybe next year, but at one time I thought as a I mean he's a dynamic talent, but he's gonna have to get in there and grasp the offense. So I think next year will be the time where you'll see Campbell do a lot. 
and start start to move it up because you got to grab the offense first. At tight end, listen, tight end is big, man. Tight end is something that that's a little. You got to get into tight end a little bit here. All right, that that's a little like Pat Free, my boy, and my, my boy Pat Free, and then you got Zach Coons. I still feel like once he starts getting the ball, they start throwing it to Zach Coons. Whew. It's good. That's going to be real hard to stop that offense with us with two tall elite tight ends. We might talk about Dotson. We talk about all these other guys, but when you have tight ends that can catch the ball at that elite level, that's going to be hard. And then Tommy Stevens is tall. I just can't wait till he gets on the field. I said the same thing about Miles Sanders. I'm saying the same thing about Tommy Stevens. He will be drafted. If he gets on the field and plays, he's going to be dynamic. He's going to be one of the hardest guys to stop in college football. Because he's been there so long. He knows the offense. He's been a weapon. Now he gets to be the quarterback he can be. Clifford can come in there this year. I think he can. After seeing what he does in little time, I think coming in this year in impact too. So they got an advantage there. And Will Levi is the guy we do not want to forget about. Just well, test he develops year by year. And he's a guy that can come in there. It's going to be great competition. I'm glad that Franklin made a great competition among the quarterbacks. These are all talented guys that come in there and lead. They got that type of persona to be leaders. So that's going to be big to see. Now, if you go to the offensive line, if I really want to, you know, step into the offensive line realm, it's just so many good, uh, it's so many intriguing type guys here. But they got to step up. Rashid Walker, been one of the most dominant, listen, one of the best tackles in the country. Offensive lineman, period. I mean, this guy can play. He gets in the NBA's Rasheed Walker. There's nothing you can say. C.J. Thorpe. And I know he went to defensive tackle, but Desmond Holmes played defensive tackle in high school. Both of them did. And everybody thought he wasn't going to come back. No, Thorpe was an elite guard. He was already wanting, wanting reps at offensive line. Now he's there again. Put him at guard. Then you got uh, Monet, Gonzo, and Fries. That's it. There's nobody else to think about. That's it. And that is... Listen, look at that line. That's an elite line. You still got Desmond Holmes backing up. I think Caden Wallace is a guy that's going to definitely have all eyes looking at him because he's another. Then you got guys like um this year, the guy uh coming in. um Man, look at that. I'm already uh, Lackawanna. Jaquan Briskers, boy. Offensive lineman, look, that line, that'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, offensive lineman, prepare said that'll come to me. But listen, those are the backup guys, all right? Really impressing people in camp. Definitely impressing people in camp. I just think he can do a lot. I think this offensive line can do a lot. I think mainly if you look at Mike Miranda, another guy, Mike Miranda. Miranda's a beast. He can come in there and, and try to, but he's not going to get over Thorpe, I don't think. But the depth of Miranda and Holmes just coming off that, because Miranda could play center, he could play guard. All right, Holmes could play guard, he could play tackle. So you got two guys just without even pushing. Then you got Caden Wallace. That's a third person. So you got three guys without even just blinking that can come in there and do something for you. And I think it's ultimately great to look at um that type of depth on the line. I think that's the most important thing for this offense at the line, because it was always uncertain. Who's good is the line? Um, you know, who is it? What would be that 
ultimate uh, combination. Ever since they had Paris Palmer and last year's line was doing good and kind of collapsed a little bit, but that's a good line. Thorpe Walker with, you got Gonzo with the experience. You got Manet. He was one of the top linemen coming out of his class. And then you got Will Fry, a guy who's been, been, been impressive. So now, look, we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about his defense. And we're going to get on a little bit. We're going to get on more and more about this great, great, great offensive line also. I think, like, next three years, they're going to have a good line. So we'll get back and we'll talk more and more about, let me talk to y'all about this Penn State team. back y'all listen Brie, that was stayed by j cole a little brief break we want to get more into as i get more into the team um now let's talk about um the defense the defense is big in a lot of ways um you get to look at certain things and certain players that um this team has to get back on that one guy found out his name anthony wiggin anthony wiggin Lackawanna, you know, they got Paris Palm out of there. He's a guy that's been impressing. And um, he's a guy to watch out for to probably get some time. I'm hearing a lot of good things about him. I'm kind of surprised how early this recruiting class is kind of uh, thinking about, you know, certain guys. Now, we want to talk about C.J. Holmes, another guy as a running back, who I think is going to get snaps this year. Four-star running back. Um, transferred out of Notre Dame. When you get a guy like that, I mean, there's just a lot of depth there. I think this is what Franklin wants. I think this is the year he finally gets to flex what he's probably been trying to build the most is, is depth. Like a lot of guys that you got, you ain't got no, a lot of people making moves and strides. It's, it's really something to see. 
Looking at the team from a perspective of just kind of like looking like down the line of this team, and I, I'm, I don't want to think too hard or think too big on it, but they got depth down the line. Even at the tight end position, without without Zach Koontz and without Pat Free, you still got Nick Bowers and you still got John Holland here. Then you bring in Britton Strange and let him learn. Now, we know that Nick Bowers and um, John Holland are not going to be as spectacular to me as Zach Koontz or not big talents like Zach Koontz and Pat Free, but these are guys with experience. People tend to forget how important guys like that are with experience. They have been around the team. People tend to forget that. Bryce Effner is another guy that has been impressing that I could see him coming in at left guard and kind of starting next year. After after Gonzo was gone, he's a guy that has been really impressing and doing some things. Getting in there, learning the offense, and showing another great recruit that's ready to come in and start. Drew Scruggs has been out this spring, and that's a guy, listen, I know. I think Miranda will be more likely the guard, if anything. He's the guy. I, I know Efflin is right there, but I think Miranda would take that spot from Efflin. And I think Scruggs is going to come in and, and prove why he was the best center in the country. I think that's his to take after Manet is gone. But Miranda's going to have something to say about it. It won't be that easy. In the defensive scheme of things, you're looking at Matos Gross and uh Tarburton is going to get some time there. And Joseph, people are forgetting about Daniel Joseph being a four-star, a guy that can definitely play. He's going to add some pressure to people. Looking on the other side with Shaq and Tony and Shane Simmons and Jason Owe and Adisa Isaac, that is going to be a monster rotation. Monster. I think Jason Owe is going to prove a lot this year. Shane Simmons is going to show people why he's a monster. And Shaq and Tony, I'm so glad he has. That's been my favorite in. For the longest, it's been my favorite defensive end on Penn State for the longest. I mean, it's about time. He's going to dog out. I think he'll have double-digit sacks this year. It's going to be crazy. Looking at defensive tackles and looking where Shelton is, it it proves the – listen, experience is a lot. And Shelton has been playing big. He's been playing big. Robert Winter and Shelton look like the guys. But then you've got Mustafa, Mustafa, and Fred Hansen. Judge Culpepper's been shining. And don't forget about Aeneas Hawkins and Damian Barber. Does anybody look at the wild dogs and kind of see like people are underrating this 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 unit? This unit is Damian Barber is another dog in there that's gonna be I expect him to do a lot there. Aeneas Hawkins is another guy. I expect him anytime he comes in to put pressure down on people. Judge Culpepper was a monster out of high school. So that rotation is going to be something to look at. At the linebacker position, we know Michael Parsons. I mean, he basically got definitely one of those. Jesse Lucas in the back of him and then Brandon Smith. That's such a crazy rotation. That's a crazy rotation. Then you're looking at, um, I think, I knew Jay and Johnson, no doubt about it. Everybody said Ellis Brooks. It's Jay and Johnson to me. Like, Jay and Johnson is the guy. He's a senior. Why would you put Ellis Brooks in there when you still got a, uh, another year eligibility with him? Doesn't make no sense. It really doesn't. Ellis Brooks, the man, right there. 
he'll end up taking over for Johnson next year, no doubt. Cam Brown is a senior that's lined up for Lance Dixon. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Lance Dixon and Brandon Smith battle for that spot. And Luketta. I think that's the one. That same linebacker position is gonna be one position where they're gonna battle for it. Cornerback, John Reed. And my guy, no question, my guy, Tariq Castro Fields. I mean, we're looking at the evolution here. Castro Fields could be gone this year. I feel like Castro Fields could be gone this year. Trent Gordon been showing a lot, man. He has. He's, and he's better than you think. He's he's been a dog, and I'm glad he's coming here and showing what he's about because he's something else. Keaton Ellis is in the back of him, and you can watch those two guys are going to be good players to have on this cornerback. I mean, as two cornerbacks, you got Trent Gordon and Keaton Ellis. This is crazy. Your next safety, Lamont Wade. That's his time. It's his time right now. Lamont Wade is his time. It's his time to shine and show what he's about. He could be another guy that could leave after this year because he can impact and show people what he's about. It's his NFL time. He was ready to roll up out of here. He was like, I mean, he wasn't getting that time. He was recruited heavily, heavy. He was the number one recruit by Penn State in that class. He was he was the big guy. They wanted the big fish, and he, you know, showed and improved. I, I think ever since he's been here, he's shown and improved. John Patricia, he's been here. Good senior to have, good experience back there. No doubt about it. Then you got guys like Sutherland is going to take over for Taylor when he leaves. I'm so glad Taylor, big high recruit, highly th- highly talented out of high school, is now it's his time. And he's throughout his spot. Him and Taylor and Wade were big-time corners and now are big-time safeties. And I can see them really excelling in the NFL because of their playmaking ability. Tyler Randolph, Rudolph is another guy in the back of Sutherland. That's going to get that in between. You're going to see who's going to really get that. You look at that safety mark, and you look at Wade, I think that Rudolph could sit back there with Sutherland eventually. And then you still got Jaquan Brisker coming in. Guys like that, you know, um, we'll see how that rolls. Now, the big thing is looking at cornerback. I looked at cornerback, and you look at Donovan Johnson, who I always thought was a big-time beast. DJ Brown is a guy as depth. But you, when you have guys like Marquise Wilson that comes, it kind of slices D.J. Brown off. And D.J. Brown's a dog, man. He can play. He's a decent, quality cornerback that can come in there and make big plays. He can even be better. I loved him out of Georgia. Uh, it was a good pick now. But now you got bigger recruits. It's just, it's just unfortunately, people get caught up in that. But they got death with Trenton Gordon, uh, Keaton Ellis, D.J. Brown, Marquise Wilson, and Donovan Johnson. That's death back there. So this is a good team. Good team, all up and down. Um, seeing what these guys bring to the table is kind of special in, in, in a real super way. Because the guys I look at to make the biggest impact on offense is going to be Slade. I just feel like him and Justin Shorter are going to really prove people. Prove people extremely wrong, like. When Justin Shorter gets out there and plays wide receiver and he finally gets to rolling, he gets to catching the ball, getting the field. Justin Shorter is going to be a beast. I mean, watch out for Justin Shorter and Ricky Slade. 
These are, and it's equal. I mean, I know we talk about quarterbacks. People want to talk about Pat Free. Maybe no. Justin Shorter and Ricky Slade, and really, they really determine on where Pitt State is going. They're the, they're the number one receiver and the number, I know KJ Hamler, you can say number one because he played, but no, Shorter was recruited higher than him. He was, he, he only wasn't recruited higher than him. He was recruited like a top 10 recruit. Shorter was the number one receiver out that class. What he does proves a lot about their recruiting, the type of players they got, type of players they recruited. I mean, Shorter and Slade are the guys that I think will make big impacts this year. On defense, Shaq and Tony, man. Shaq and Tony and Micah Parsons and Lamont Wade are the three guys. I mean, everybody's going to have gross. We know what he can do. No. For this defense to go to that next level, they need Micah Parsons, Shaq and Tony, and Lamont Wade to play their part. We need those, and I think they will. I think those are the five guys I'm looking at. And then also, to include the X factor in all this is the offensive line. So I think CJ Thorpe and Murchie Walker are very important. Very, very, very important. They are very important. Those guys are super important. So, you know, that that's the thing here. Now, if I got to choose the one guy who I think I had the biggest standout is all, I think it's Slade on defense. I think it's Parsons. I just think Slade and Parsons will be the number one on both sides that impact the most. Slade and Parsons. That's just it. I think those will be the two guys that had the best years on both sides of the ball. It's going to be some, it's a lot of good star studded guys here. We're talking about a defense that has Micah Parsons and Lamont Wade on it. We're talking about a defense that only has that. They have John Reed. If we're talking about guys coming out of high school and who they were to where they're at right now, okay? Now, we're talking about who they were coming out of high school. Michael Parsons, Lamont Wade. That's all I got to say. All right? Garrett Taylor, John Reed, and, and Tariq Cashfield. Cashfield was winning by Alabama at one time. It was a fight for him. Franklin got that. You got all these guys I just named on the same, same, same defense. Matos Gross. Anybody know this guy at high school? Jesus Christ. PJ Mustafa and Fran Hansen are backing up. Shane Simmons is your backup defensive end. I'm telling you, this team has a lot of upside. Tommy Stevens was a beast in high school. Sean Clifford was one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Zach Koontz. And Pat Free. This is crazy because to look at where Zach Koontz is and, and how he plays, I just think that he's going to be able to get Webster to catch the ball. Pat Free. You got Bowers is going to get some catches, but Zach Koontz, once he starts catching the ball, man, it's going to be, you got to watch out. And he's going to have his time to be a big time target. So I just like this team this year. You know, blue white gang gonna be big. Um, who do I think will stand out? Slade, man, Slade and Shorter. I mean, there's a lot of guys with Slade and Shorter. I think those are gonna be the guys that stand out um, on offense. You know, I just think that that they always are prime for the big moment. And I think Slade and Shorter, or or KJ Hamler's another guy you gotta watch out for. I'm sorry, KJ, KJ and Dotson. I mean, them them receivers are gonna be something. It's just I can't I can't name one. 
Because it's going to be guys to show out. George can show out. The receivers are going to show out. They're going to show out, man. I won't be surprised if Dunmore got, you know what I mean, showed you something. I mean, there's some nice targets out there on offense. Then you got Noah Kane. He could show something. I mean, this offense is real, really, really stacked. You talk about defense? I mean, Parsons is going to have a block. He's going to have a party. Him and Matos Gross are going to, and Shaq Tony are going to have a party. They're going to have a straight party. That's them, them three guys. I can see them touching my wave. They're going to have a party. Them boys can hit. They like to be in, in the spotlight. It's going to happen. All right. So, um, Antonio, the guys I'm on the watch for is Antonio Shelton and Windsor. These two guys, there's some talent in the back of that defensive line. And if these guys are the ones who want it, these guys, I, I want to see them just really, really go at it. You know, I really want to see and the offensive line. It's good to see how they stand. I mean, really, we wait for the season for the line. We want to see them against everybody else. But um, I do would like to see how Thorpe and Walker really play in these games. So, um, listen, y'all, I'm out. And it was good, you know, talking to y'all about Penn State. I'm going to talk later on, part two, for recruiting news comes up. I've been heavy on it. We've done a lot from boxing to baseball to football to I mean, it's been crazy. So I will be back. And we also talk about the Justin McCoy decommitting from the basketball program part two coming up. So that that is something right there. He's a big loss because he's a baller. He's a baller. Like, he's a baller. And I just was real surprised about that one. So um, we will definitely, definitely talk more about that because the basketball team is on a is on a, you know, they're on the rise. They are. People have to be a little bit patient. Look how they ended the season. They ended it good. They should tell everybody something. Lamar Stevens declared for the draft. We'll talk about that, whether he'll stay or not. So later on, we'll talk more about Penn State and, and talk about where they at as far as where the sports is headed, you know, and where everything will go, all right? Out of here, y'all. Penn State Radio, we are. Talk about the good players that have impacted Dan Chis, excuse me, Dan Chisina and Noah Kane were the biggest standouts, and along with Brandon Smith. Now let's talk about these guys. Dan Chisina got a scholarship; he's been doing so good. He's a track star, six-two receiver. So that's a, a, a big-time guy. He's been performing big. And what you look at this guy is that you look at a guy six-two with speed that will be a very good weapon along with Justin Shorter, K.J. Hamler, and Johan Dotson. I think that's the fourth receiver you have to look at. A guy that earns a scholarship is even more bigger of a threat because of how hard he worked, and he's a guy that's going to want to earn his keep out there. And like I said, he's just not your impactful receiver or a guy that just did good. He's a 6'2 receiver with speed, and it's always good. 
So this is going to be better for Penn State going forward, looking at just how deep and how good they are at receiver. Looking at guys like Hammer and Cameron Sullivan, Brown. I think George Campbell will be a type of guy. He still has five. He's a five-star. He will learn till next year. And as we look at this team, it's a, a very good and effective team that um really does a lot. Really does a lot. I think that the offense will be even more, more of a team that you can look at and really, really think good at this team. Like, seriously. Um, when you look at this team, I really feel big about this team. I feel, I feel like this team can go even go undefeated. But things have to happen. I mean, this is really a new, new type of surrounding. I mean, all these guys are really getting a crack at it after a lot of veterans have left. And all the guys that have been hyped up from Lamont Wade to Garrett Taylor to Micah Parsons, uh, even to Cam Brown, are all looked at to be guys that step up next. Shaq Tony, he's getting a start, you know, and then Gross Matos, um, he's the type of guy that has been doing good. And I think he's a he's a NFL draft pick this year. There's no doubt in my mind he'll be the type of guy that looked at as a, as a pass rusher that'll be in the draft this year. Antonio Shelton and Robert Windsor would be two guys you could look at that will perform good in the NFL draft combines because of how hard they both work. They'll be drafted. I think both guys will be drafted. You know, if you look at Shelton right now, I think he'll end up being a fifth-round guy. I think he'll have a real big year this year. I think Windsor will be another fifth-round guy right now. Gross Metos is a guy that could be second to first-round pick. There's no doubt in my mind he could even be a first-round draft pick. He's the one big guy. Lamont Wade, another guy that we're looking at that could – Come out this year and be a draft pick. Gary Taylor, both guys. I mean, this is big years for them to really show NFL scouts what they're about. And I think um, the energy of Lamont Wade, the type of guy he's always been, him and Michael Parsons both on the field will be big. And then Michael Parsons, next year, he could be a, he'll be a draft pick. I think next, the next year, he'll show that he's a first-round NFL draft pick. I mean, he's really going to be a, a terror this year. So, Noah Kane, I mean, whew. Noah Kane wants to be an NFL draft pick. In two years, you could see him NFL draft pick. He just looks like that type of guy. The one guy I said, look, he's going to be a Penn State in the line. And he was. Everybody like, oh, Noah Kane's not going to be there. Look, he ended up being with Penn State. You got to understand, the key guys I always talk about, from Devin Ford to Noah Kane, guys like that, ended up being Penn State in the lines. So, um... Just looking at this team and looking at what they can provide. It's all about stability at the quarterback. Clifford and Steven are going to be just right. They 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 recruited the right quarterbacks for their offense. And they're going to be spectacular players. Whoever ends up being the quarterback. I think it's Steven's time. Stevens will be that guy. Stevens will be that guy to be the man to lead. And people don't understand how. I think people are not looking at the wild factor in both guys. Whoever be the quarterback is going to be a spectacular player. When it's Clifford's time, he'll be spectacular. Michael Johnson Jr. showed, and Taquan Robeson showed, you know, the, the flashes of what they can do. They are, Will Levi, 59-yard pass. They all showed that why their quarterbacks are, or people are not looking at just how good their quarterbacks are. Okay. Um, looking more at this team, and the more you dig into this team, P.J. Mustafa, Ellison Jordan, um, 
Judge Culpepper, guys like that. I mean, they're just a deep team. I can't wait till this team gets on the floor. When they get on the football field and start playing, they're going to be a hard team to beat. Ricky Slade, people are talking about, oh, Noah Kane. You know, no, Noah Kane was supposed to get the time he got. People already know what Ricky Slade can bring to the table. They already know what Johnny Brown can bring to the table. It's good to see what Noah Kane brings to the table. Give you another running back out there. Um, Dan Chisina is another guy you look at. Like, everybody knows what's shorter. They want to know what other depth position guys are going to bring to the table. And I think this was good to see other guys come in, like Brandon Smith and Ellison Brooks, Ellis Brooks, to see what these guys can bring. We know Jan Johnson's going to bring that, that the leadership ability, the big play ability he brings. Because another guy that's going to be in the NFL draft is going to show out. I just think Penn State prepares you for the pros. They want to win in the college, but they prepare every other guy for the next level, like Troy Aptes and Nick Crosses. These guys show exactly what Penn State prepares people for, to be elite NFL, to, to be good NFL talent, to be ready, pro-ready guys. Cole Prevard and um, R.J. Adams. Cole Prevard is a defensive tackle with a lot of good potential, NFL potential. He can, he can pressure the... He can put pressure on the offensive line. He can put pressure on the running game. He can, he can rush the passer. He committed during the blue right game. Four-star defense tackle. R.J. Adams, a big guy who's going to get better and better. They also, Penn State's looking at, you know, losses to Nana and um, guys like that on the offensive line. You're looking at good, um, they're getting good guys to commit. R.J. Adams is one of them. Another good quality offensive lineman that could get better. We'll see just how good he gets. Ruben Adams Jr., to be precise, or whose name is a three-star offensive lineman. I mean, they have the seventh-ranked 2020 class, and they haven't even got gotten um, – right now, Brian Bressey, that's a guy that looks like Clemson's – it used to be Ohio State and Alabama. They were all on that. Clemson has moved in. They're, they're getting that momentum from the national championship, and that's what you do. And that's what they have with Brian Bressey. I don't think – I used to think it was Penn State. Now it's like, oh, Clemson, you know. Um Julian Fleming is still Penn State. Uh, Chris Tyree, you're looking at Notre Dame moving in at Chris Tyree. But now you're looking at Marshawn Lloyd is a fight between Georgia and Penn State. I mean, but I think Penn State has that. I think at one time they laid off of him, and then they went on him. So he's the running back you want to look at right now to possibly commit to Penn State, Marshawn Lloyd. Chris Tyree is going to be, look, Penn State is still there. And I think Penn State can still have Tyree. But it's just a tug of war right now. Don't count out. You're looking at people say Notre Dame. Tyree and Marshawn Lloyd are still two running backs that you can look at that commit to Penn State. If I had to say what's the, it's still a 50% chance because Notre Dame's doing a great job, but I think with the um, Georgia Bulldogs, and I think Marshawn Lloyd is definitely an 80% commit to Penn State. I mean, he's come back on, on full board with it, and I think he's there. Tyree, you're just looking at Notre Dame, steady moving in. And we'll keep up with that recruitment. I, I'm really on that one. That's my guy, Chris Tyree. We'll go quick, quickly on that and see how that goes. Theo Johnson, tight end. Once again, you see another tight end, a top tight end that Penn State's after. They love the tight end position. They want that. That, that is a big part of their offense. It's a very good player to have at tight end. Um, when you're looking at that type of position, and that type of player, I think it's big um, to, to go after guys like Jordan Morant and um, Enzo Jennings. 
those are guys you can look at going next. It's going to be a very good class that Penn State has. It'll be it's it's going to be down to the wire. It's going to be a lot of new faces that pop up for Penn State. I mean, this is going to be a very good class in 2020. There's some very talented guys that we're looking at. Michael Camardi, uh, Camodi. Uh, it's another guy who I think is a lock for Penn State. I mean, there's some good players on this team. And we're going to see more and more. You're going to see some more offers. We're going to see. It's going to be a very fun. This is a good class, period, all around. Guys are going to or not coming to Penn State. This is all around very good group of players. Basketball and football. It's a good class, 2020. So, if you know Michael Brown Jones, decommitted, 2020 commit, decommitted from Penn State. Justin McCoy, the 2019 pick, decommitted from Penn State. So, it's going to be a lot where Penn State is trying to go and get some more players. And they'll get some. They'll get some. Penn State's been a very good recruiting uh, basketball, underrated, good. I mean, but it's just some guys that want to go and some guys that want to leave. Michael Brown Jones played with the great IMG basketball group. And, of course, other guys are now coming. At one time, it was all PA. They all wanted Michael Brown Jones. Now, he decommits because there are other guys looking at him. So we're going to see him have even a bigger season for 2020. His senior season is going to be huge at IMG, huge. There's going to be other guys looking at him. So um, we'll see that big. Chuck Harris um, is still a player to look at 2020. Elite point guard for Penn State. We're going to see a lot coming up for Penn State. Penn State looks great. I talked about their depth chart. They just look like a very talented team. They can throw so many different guys in there. The offensive line looks good. I mean, they just look like a good team, more complete now. I mean, you're starting to see guys like Lamont Wade and Garrett Taylor, two highly recruited guys on the same. You got Terry, Terry Cashelfield and John Reed. That is an elite cornerback duel. Then you got Donovan Johnson. So it's going to be something to see this team and how they get down. Ellis Brooks will get time. Jesse Lucchetta will get time at linebacker. So what I have to say about this Penn State team is that it's a pretty good team. Pretty good team. Pretty good team. I'm really going to be excited to see what they do. They've got so many bag of tricks. I mean, and like I say, the receivers and running backs are even more to look at the rotation of guys from Slade to Brown to Kane. And then you look at Justin Shorter. Look at Johan Dotson. Johan Dotson, excuse me. Because I've heard people say Johan. And I seen her say Jahan. You know what I mean? So, hey, Jahan Dotson. We're going to go. That's my brother's name, Jahan. And so we're going to go with that one. We've, I've heard so many people say this guy's name different. But he's a definite star. He's going to be super good. It's going to be hard to guard guys like Dotson, Hamler, and Shorter. And then you got Chasina, a straight speed burner. He's going to do the same things that Polk and uh, Tompkins did. To bring him on as a walk-on, he gets that scholarship. This is so the type of fighter he is. It's going to be hard to mess with out there on the field. Uh, Pratt Free and um, Zach Kuntz with Nick Bowers. That's going to be a good three three tight ends. And you still got Holland. They got four tight ends that are all going to be effective. It's going to be a very hard offense. When they, The big thing is going to be like when their sixth game comes up. Their sixth game of the season, sixth or seventh game, you're going to see even more of a team get even better. They're going to win games based off their talent alone. But when they really get together, it's going to be their sixth or seventh game of the season. 
where they're going to be playing with each other. They're going to know each other even more. They're going to be dangerous. So it's going to be real big to see this team and just how good they evolve. The guys I always keep saying it's going to be Shorter, Slade, and Stevens. They're going to be two guys. And then you got to see this line has to get and play up to what they've been hyped to. Rasheed Walker, CJ Thorpe, Will Free, Steve Gonzo, Michael Monet. These are all highly touted guys, guys that have did good. And it's time now. It's time for all these big names to show people what James Franklin has been recruiting, an elite football team that could beat even Clemson. Everybody talking about Clemson. Clemson, y'all didn't even know how great they were. They didn't know Trevor Lawrence was that good until it happened. Now it's time for Penn State to show that. Also, uh, that's going to be the big thing, I think. Um, Brian Bressy's about to end his recruitment real soon. Um, it's it's going to be in this month. So we'll see how that turns out. All right, y'all. I wanted to come and just give y'all a good, you know, um, update on what um, Penn State is about. This is your part two version. You get part one, you'll, you'll hear my preview of who I think would do good. And in the part two, you also hear what I'm talking about now. Um, once again, Penn State Radio will be in full effect every week. It's been a lot going on. I've been doing, I'm working straight hard. So um, I'm out, y'all. Penn State Radio.